Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. It is Fun Day Friday. Before I keep going with the episode, I just want to say, hey, have an awesome weekend and be safe. Moving on with the episode. It is day two of Violence in America. I want to do a quick review of what I talked about yesterday, kind of general statements about perpetrators. Just one broad one, 100%. The person who commits the crime, they're hurting. So it's hurt people, hurt people. But what you need to do is kind of open your mind about the families that are suffering, that have lost the loved ones, you know, and the hurt person who has committed the crime. But we got to do something. We got to pull together people. It's not just gun violence. Oh my goodness. Yes, I am going to hone in on gun violence today, but it was like I was reading the news and in Long Island, there were four stabbings in four days. And I'm thinking, what are people doing? And then people, well, I'm going to reflect on 2020, the summer of 2020, just beating up people just for the hell of it. That happens all over. People are jumping people on sidewalks or in their homes. They're beating them up because they're hurting, but they also cannot control themselves. And we're going to talk about that Next week, you can tell I get a little passionate about this. Let's go ahead and hone in on the gun violence part. Um, There's definitely been an increase in purchasing of guns, and I'll tell you why. And I got to preface this, I am a gun-toting babe. I do have my concealed carry, and I will, I will defend my home to the nth degree. I believe in that 100%. But I also believe if you're going to buy a gun, you better damn well learn how to use it safely. You better get a concealed carry. You better teach everybody in your house about guns. Lock those guns up. I do not know how six-year-olds or two-year-olds get their hands on a freaking gun. They should never ever get their hands on a gun. Hey, you know what? This just randomly came into my mind. What if people who bought guns, they had to take a safety class before they got their gun and they had to go through what they're going to talk about in their homes with the gun because people They are grabbing guns because they want to defend themselves and everybody else is getting a gun, so they want a gun to defend themselves. I get the self-defense thing, but if you don't know how to use it, you better put that sucker down and get rid of it. Whew. Okay, that was passionate. Wow. Going back, you guys, going back to the gun violence. Like I said, purchase, um, gun, uh, purchasing has gone up. Jeez, I, I can't even give you a percentage, but it has definitely gone up in the last three years, definitely in 2020 when all hell broke loose, um, doing our whatever, um, pandemic locking down, uh, rioting in the street. So people were afraid. Okay. I'll address that in a little bit. 
perpetrators with guns, okay? The people who have guns, they're in crisis mode. Anybody who commits a crime, I'm sorry, a violent act, they're like, not anybody, but most people are in a crisis mode. So they're pissed, they're angry, or they're defending or something. They're in crisis mode. Now, scaling back and just talking about guns, they are um, a person who's going into a mass shooting incident. They're potentially suicidal, so they know they're probably going to be taken down. And I said that yesterday. They are targeting a place that represents anger and grievance with the world. And I said that yesterday. I just wanted to bring that out again so you understand how that all works. So let's start off with what I have written down for today. I kind of went off at the beginning there. Um, I read an article by the Washington Post, July 8th, 2022. This article is called The Staggering uh, Number of U.S. Gun Deaths Goes Far Beyond Mass Shootings. Okay, and um, because the guns are all over. And people use guns for not only homicide, but suicide. And that's a whole different topic that we'll have to address at another day. And there's really not a clear answer as to what's driving the rise in the bloodshed that's going on. There's not really a clear answer. I know, I know there's people out there, if you're listening, you're probably getting pissed at me because of the whole gun thing, and it's like, take away the guns. You took away the drugs, you made the drugs illegal, did that work? No, it didn't work at all. A criminal, a person who wants to hurt someone, will find a way to do it. And if they want to find a gun, there's the black market, there's the dark web, they're all over. No, I don't go on those um, sites, but I'm just letting you know that's how they get their drugs too. And it's like, we have, the drugs are illegal, but they're freaking streaming across our border. And you cannot tell me that the cartel does not bring guns into our country either. Whew, okay, I'll get that off my chest. Oh my gosh. All right, let's go back to, so, um, we have no one, one idea as to why there's so much bloodshed, but there's a plethora of different ideas. So some things like we, I said before, like the coronavirus and the anger, the anger and the fraying ties between police and the public. I mean, that's, I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. That has to stop. Who's going to help us follow the law? The police need to be there. They are starting trainings for the police for mental health. So that was one thing definitely I understand. We have to have the police there. Um, and the, the mental strain, the mental strain of the whole pandemic and things going on in our world. Okay, there's way more. I, I, I don't know when it's been this stressful in a country, um, in this country, it's, I don't know how many years. I mean, I've been alive for 61 years, but I know it's probably before that, that it's been super stressful, but they handled it differently. I'm going to, I'm going to leave you with a thought to ponder at the end of this one though. So Americans are arming them their, themselves in the face of divisions and deepening fears. Public incidents involving violence, meaning people beating each other up on the streets and the homes, 
um, and others have guns. So Americans are arming themselves, again, because of the division, the fears, and because other people have guns. And there are many factors, like I said, that are associated here. Some of them, loveys. Um, so violence during childhood. Living in neighborhoods where violence is more prevalent. Poor impulse control. Poor anger control. Easy access to firearms. So we need to, and you can do this. One is better than none. Create an environment where there's less trauma at home, more supportive families, and strengthen services for children. Strengthen services for children. I'm going to kick in my own two cents here. As a former educator at the high school level, teachers need to be trained on how to recognize issues in kids and what to do moving forward with that student to create an environment that this student needs to be in, and it could be mental health services, applicable consequences for growth, or positive resolution of the situation. Each situation is different. And again, I have the experience of being in a high school and what I've observed. Teachers need to be trained. Um, it is going to be less about academics and more about good citizenship soon, very soon. It should be because we're turning out kids and by all means, I'm not blaming the kids, the kids that have that lack of control. They don't have manners. And there's a lot of thing that, things that contribute. Do they have a strong family life? These are things that contribute to the acts of violence. So, um, yeah, a lot of people focus on the whole gun violence, but let's be real. Violence, disrespect, lack of self-control, lack of self-regulation self, self have been going in the wrong direction for years. So I'm trying to make a point here. This is a food for thought. And then I'll let you go. I kind of babbled on and on. Can all the violence and disconnect uh, uh, of respect, morals, and values be tied to the rise of social media? Could it be connected to that? The rise of social media, I believe, was in 2007. Is there a correlation of that? Think. Think about it. People aren't talking face-to-face -to, -face to people. They aren't learning to be respectful of each other. Again, I'm not blaming the kids. What we need to do is make a shift. And that takes all of us. We have to shift and help each other out. And quit pointing out. You know, um, this person is this, like this, and this person is um, in this group, and this person's this group. Stop it. We are all human beings. We all need to work together and accept each other. You don't have to like what other people do, I'm sorry, say, or what they choose to do with their life. Let that go. Let it go. Control what you can. Too many people are nosing in and pushing their agenda. It's like, stop it. Stop it. Respect each other. We're losing that. So then comes our violence. 
loss of self-control, self-regulation. I'm pissed off. I'm hurt. So I'm going to take it out on someone else. All right. This was really passionate and intense. So hopefully you made it through this whole thing. If you're just hopping on for the first time, go ahead, hit follow, and you'll get notifications for my next um, episode. I have three more days of violence in America. Remember, you guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. You have one life, one time. Keep on learning because learning truly is the essence of life. And if you want to learn about this topic, I told you about the Violence Project. Look that up. It is absolutely amazing. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for your support, my loyal listeners out there. And I will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.